3: All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 136. My name's Turner Sparks.
1: I'm Kaplan.
3: You can find me at Turner Sparks on Instagram. You can find Kaplan at K A P Cap in America on Instagram For, and forget
1: me. Lost in America. Yes. Find us. Who cares? I just post boring pictures of my kids. No one wants to see those. We're shooting
3: but up the We're rankings. gonna
1: start posting a lot of content about the pod on L- Lost in America.
3: They say that so, this it's all about content, I heard.
1: It's all about content. What does that mean? What is content?
3: That's Instagram.
1: I know, but what do we like we can't just post a like go listen to this episode. We gotta post something else, I think. No, you can you do whatever do you want. No, funny. it just means any- content anything. Content means anything. 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 And if you do,
3: any, if you do content, you become a billionaire.
1: All right, so if I post a picture and thank them, the the good people of Stamp New York for this uh, Modelo beer. Don't they say gave the me. name. Oh,
3: of the don't, beer. They don't didn't pay that. us. Oh, you're
1: right. All right, yeah. a beer. But if I post a picture, I, uh, that, that's content. That, it's and say, all thank content. You. All right, well, that's good. On the
3: podcast today, we have Adam Van levison the author, is coming back.
1: Ooh, back to a second guest. Uh,
3: he's joining a prestigious club of second-timers. time, second timers. Yeah, he did. Uh, the Abu Dhabi Bar Mitzvah was his uh, book that came out, I believe, last I year. I think we
1: shot it up the top of the charts. We'll find out. We'll confirm that when he gets on. We did. Yeah,
3: yeah. it went to number one on iTunes or wherever <laughs> books, <laughs> books go. Books don't get sold yeah. on iTunes. <laughs> and then uh, now he's back. He's doing his PhD at Yale on comedy.
1: There's a, that's a thing,
3: something like that. <laughs> okay. So well, that's what we're having them on. We're gonna All find right. out.
1: Maybe that's what I'll do with my next. Uh no, exactly what it means.
3: is so he's gonna be here be here in a minute Kaplan, we were at the friars club last night we were we're back
1: twice in like a week i mean the fr- i'm like a regular friar now
3: shout out to them no i'm a friar you're officially
1: a you I'm, like, I'm a hanger on i'm a hanger on i'm a part of the honor rush you're part of the entourage
3: Wait. shout out to them so i was told that after last week's episode i didn't i didn't properly thank them enough i no. wasn't told by them i was told by you thank listeners them. yeah Did thank them enough for, for my album for the album recording adam, adam valen leveson is actually there all the stars came out for that the oh. album recording. Pay attention to the show. What are you I'm checking getting, your phone? I'm queuing up this,
1: uh, this. this. So we were at the Friars Club last night for the NBA draft. Yes. We are watching the draft. We had a little party. Yes. And you had a, you got a little a mini Lost in America uh, episode, I would say.
3: You guys requested. Uh, okay, so I don't think our listeners, I think they're all going to be on my side with this. Uh, we'll
1: find out. We'll do a poll. So here's what happened. We'll ask the people on live to, uh, to a, comment on a this. A
3: day before the show, I mean, a day before the the, the party we had last night, 12, 12, 15 people in a room watching the NBA draft. You and Weber demand... I, I'm a star. ...to have... <laughs> He's a star. This is less than 24 hours before the party. You demand that on the menu they have pigs in a blanket. Yes. Which, first of all, they stopped serving that after preschool in Sacramento, California. I haven't, I haven't seen pigs in a blanket in 25 years. You and Weber what, both you, claim- Did you know
1: what they wore, though? Well, saying, no. You
3: said mini hot dogs. I said mini hot dogs. First, doggies. you said mini hot dogs, and I don't really know what those were, except right. those like maybe like little sausages you get at uh, <laughs> parties. That's what I thought. That's what I looked you thought. Said, you to, sent
1: an email. That's what I was queuing up. You sent an email to the people at the Friars Club, and you were basically asking. You sent them a picture. You, you said that we had a request.
3: Well, no, because in your fashion, you didn't demand them. You demanded me to demand to them. Well, you're the you're the you're the messenger exactly this is your part i don't know how you we were yeah. in charge so i become this mini hot dog mess i can't
1: get to them i don't even know their email address you so know.
3: i ask, so i find so i'm like whatever i don't care i'll ask them i guarantee they're gonna say no who who can uh, what are they gonna do run to uh new jersey and go get hot dog where i coney island where are you gonna get miniature hot dogs right so you sent them an
1: email and you're like they have a request and you sent the picture of, that's what I was cued up. You sent a picture of little hot dogs. I know
3: what the picture I sent looks <laughs> I like. You don't have to
1: queue it up. Well, we're on video now. I was going to show everybody. Oh, So really. you sent a picture of little hot dogs uh, as if the Friars Club, which is like a famous place with, you know, they have events all the time, catering events all the say time. Say what you want to say. <laughs> Jews, yes. lots of Jews, people, older people. Everyone loves little hot dogs. I think you've missed, like, a. I can't blame this on China, that you've missed this entire, like, I it's think the most popular hors d'oeuvre at any wedding, at no, any bar mitzvah.
3: No, I've been to like thirty weddings. I've never once had mini hot dogs. Because you go I to guess. weddings
1: at like don't serve food. I, the real gentile weddings where it's just like liquor and true, like like, like shrimp wrapped in bacon wrapped in, and
3: then it's scallops like scallops. No, or you in get ham. a steak or fish. Yeah, that's your choice. Your choice. That's your choice.
1: That's it. Yeah, but like at Jewish weddings or like at any catered event in New York City. So how are pigs, <laughs> pigs in a blanket It's me? Ma- that's it's a major thing. So of course the I club had it. Jews don't eat
3: pork. Well, that's this that. is mind blowing to me that you you specifically don't eat pork. But you I eat. don't.
1: But I've obsessed with them like my when I got married, I had nothing to do with the planning of the wedding. I said, the only thing I want is little hot dogs. And we showed <laughs> up at the wedding and we come in and they they had, they had they had they had they may be it was run this catering hall was run by you because it was regular hot dogs cut into little pieces. They didn't know. I almost had an enormous. We have to renew our vows, actually. They might have been. It was in Boston. We so, don't know. In, no one tells Gentiles it, these things. <laughs> I just thought it was amazing that you emailed the Friars Club. That's if the listeners can comment. Anyway, they, they did have it. They did. Have, of course they had it. They were like, no big deal. They we shot got, back we'll take, in like two seconds. Yeah, like, so we'll, like, take, we'll get you the Franks. We have a whole closet yeah. full of them. <laughs> have a, they have a room. If a Milton Berle room, an Ed Sullivan
3: room, they have a little hot dog room. It was a great party. Shout out. Thank you to the yes. Friars Club. And thank you for letting me record my album there. We have the album. Uh, it's being edited right now. A little update. The label loves it, and we're going to be calling it. I I, I uh, confirmed this last night with the president of the Friars the Club. You're ready to unveil it. Yeah, the name of the album is going to be Turner Sparks, live Double from bum. the Friars Club. Oh, nice, you got that's it. That's it. So none of the top six all choices. Of, all of made your it. choices,
1: people. It was a waste of your time. We skipped all of them to, <laughs> the, to get democracy.
3: Live. You don't believe in democracy? No, it's Chinese. Exactly. Come on, uh, Cap. I'm going to be. I got some stuff to promote. I'm going to be this Saturday in Derby, Connecticut, doing stand up right. comedy. So come on out to that. I don't really know. They haven't told me where it is yet, though. Do you, yeah, that's. It's it in just, Connecticut. It's in Derby. That's a town. Just look it up. And then all week this week, um, every single night, I'm at a different spot around town. I'm at the, I'm at, uh, let's see, where? I don't know. Everywhere but here, basically. Mm. See, everywhere booked me with Stand Up New York. Oh, that's I'll awesome be at every spot. one of those. I'll be at the, the Grizzly Pear one night, the Lantern. What's the one where Seinfeld just is? The Comic Strip. I'll be there one night.
1: You and Seinfeld.
3: Every Friday night, I'm at the Postmark Cafe in Park Slope hosting my show, 8 p.m.s. Come out to that anytime you're here. Cap, should we get to Lost in America? Sure. Let's play the music. Play the music. All right, we're back, Kaplan. I was lost in America last night with the Pigs in a Blanket, yeah. but you're lost in America Ma- this Matt, week. can you
1: back us up, Pigs in a Blanket? Back me up here, show me a little Jewish back You are
2: totally correct. I don't even think it's a Jewish thing. I think it's, it's you wrap <laughs> it's, little hot tiny hot dogs with a little puff pastry, and it's delicious. You have...
3: No, it, I understand that they exist, <laughs> Producer Matt, but they don't, I don't, it's, it would be like him requesting Pop Rocks. At the last second. And, and we need Pop, pop rocks. rocks. Like, okay, it's not like I don't know those exist, but I haven't seen them in 25 years. I, That's my relationship I, I never, with Pigs Sacramento in a Blanket. Sacramento
1: has never felt so depressing to me.
3: The, like Depressing? Pigs in a, <laughs> I, I, at one point, I worked in a
2: Michelin Star kitchen, and it is, Pigs in a Blanket are... Shut a, up! They're the kind of thing no, that they, they would don't. make high-end Pigs in a Blanket. Like, make their own sausage just to wrap, make Pigs in a Blanket. Like, they are a very
3: common thing. What was this restaurant? Katz's Deli? No, was, uh, <laughs> so, the,
2: the Breslin. Uh,
3: Ooh, the president. Ooh, we're out. giving a lot of shout-outs. They have pigs in a blanket. At the, oh, yeah. yeah. See, it's
1: very very
3: in. Bleep that out. Uh, we don't do sponsorships bleep that unless it <laughs> Kaplan, you're lost in America. So What's I'm lost? up? Well, I'm about to graduate. From what? Cardiac rehab. Oh! I'm gonna, I have like one day left. Oh. Yeah,
1: give me some applause music. Are you, you going to walk? I'm going to walk. I'm excited. I, I want to make my kids come and take pictures since I go to all their stupid ceremonies for everything all the time. So, you know. Yeah, exactly. Get, get some payback but i have like a last i I've, I've haven't dropped dead which i think is the number one like 90% of the grade you're looking good is you make it thank you thank you you make it through these uh 3 months of working out it's
3: a real pass fail system <laughs> it's a over real there right pass fail <laughs> you pass if you live you pass if you live if you yeah. have another heart attack and die if you, you really i don't fail. know if they
1: count that like you know with colleges where if somebody they don't want you to leave after a certain date because it counts for their retention like sure. i don't know yeah, there might be like a cutoff where they're like, no, he made it long enough or she made it. Is so. it a
3: money-back guarantee if you die? Well, insurance hopefully is paid for. Oh, so. great.
1: I, I, yeah, I don't know who goes to this. We should all go. One of these days I'm going to break out my final bill for everyone for like a <laughs> week. <Yeah. laughs> so I don't know what people – but anyway, I have one last thing I have to do. So you graduated. You have to give well, a speech? I, two, Oh, right. I have two last things. All what right, kind we, of a
3: ceremony are we talking We have
1: talking two about. things to do. One, I have to give a speech. you yeah. You're right. And two, I have to take a test. So the speech, that's a good point. Yeah. The last day, cause I've seen other people do this, they ask. They, <laughs> this they, is they, ridiculous. They, they give us a little talk at the end of the day every day. They don't
3: make it. your speech too good or you'll induce heart attacks in the audience.
1: Well, I don't want to. Yeah. I well, exactly. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Although that's a great. As a, you know, comedically, that'd make you feel good, <laughs> you right? Good <could> bit. <laughs> oh, you really would be killing. It's like if someone died in, during sex, you would feel sort of good about your performance. If you, hundred <laughs> percent, so like it's yeah. the same thing, right? But uh, so yeah, but I want it because they do always turn it over. <laughs> I don't want the speech to be too good. You I don't, kill your wife during <laughs> sex. Probably not your wife. You don't kill you your wife. But <laughs> <laughs> if, if you kill a one night stand during sex, though, you got to feel pretty good about yourself. Sure, as I'm on. Long, yeah. as long as it wasn't murder, you know. Yeah. It, 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 but anyway. Ma- manslaughter. Yeah, everyone knows what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the speech, they, they turn it over to you at the end. They say, this is so-and-so's last day. You have anything you want to say? And some of these people, they bring out. It's uh, more like, getting. it sounds like more like
3: getting out of prison. Yeah, well, a lot of
1: these people bring out notes and they bore you. And I don't want to do that because I don't want to bore <laughs> everyone. Everyone wants to get on their day. They want to go to lunch. They want to go back to work. Sure. They wanna, so what, what, what do I say in like, punch like
3: should I plug the pod what should yeah, I do yeah definitely plug, plug the pod come see me do stand up about this place making fun of all you people well I mean what other heart attack besides that comedian a couple months ago in England who literally died on stage having a heart attack yeah but he's not your competition anymore because he's no, dead no he's dead yeah so <laughs> what other heart attack specific comedians are out there besides you you've right. only done stand up once in your life uh, I'm the I mean, I'm the only heart attack specific comedian you're the only right one so this is you, a real... you 100% need to plug I need dates a, I should
1: work on material this is like the a, a type of room where you work things out yeah workshop workshop some things yeah. So, <laughs> so, use so it as a workout room. I should probably be like, "Where are you guys from?" Like, do a little crowd
0: work. With a little crowd work. Get the
1: old people. What, what did you do for a living? Exactly. One of those. I got a shout. I don't know. Should I mention? Like, I want to give tips to some of the new people. So, I was on the treadmill the, a couple. Oh, weeks you're the grizzled vet. On the grizzled vet, I was on the. There's one treadmill you want to stand on because the window angle. There's a naked woman in a building.
3: Nice. And Wait, which always.
1: Oh, I've seen her a couple times. <laughs> All right. So, but, I, but I don't want to give that tip to guys who are a little too old. Because I don't want them to heart attack. Heart attack. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't want to get like Me Too crowd with the few women we have. We only. You know,
3: so I don't know. I gotta. That's blown, I go, o- I got to blown over. I told you Me Too is blown over. This crowd definitely. They don't know. They didn't even know it existed in the first place. Yeah, these are true. all Eighty year old dudes. This is guys like on the Upper West <laughs> Side. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we've got a few. We got you know a few people under fifty now. So it's really. I, I started a trend. All right, stop so, bragging. So anyway, so and then I gotta take a test. That's other yeah. thing. So I, don't, I was gonna ask you some questions because sure. I don't know these answers. I. I apparently took this test. How was, are you graduating if you don't know the answers? I don't know. What do you mean? I, I, it might be pass fail. I, I feel like <laughs> I have like a meeting with them afterwards. So maybe they go over it. And if you f- fail this, you got to like learn okay. it. What are the so questions? So first off, there's a question that I think is very uh, leading because it's like or it's loaded, whatever the word is. I don't know what those mean. Leading, already, let's just read the questions. One of the, so the first question is, how is your general health? How would you rank it? And it's excellent. That's a very good question. Well, I don't know how anyone who's had a heart attack within the last few months can say excellent oh, yeah, with a straight be face. not great. <laughs> so, like, what am I, I supposed to say? Besides the heart attack, I say not counting the heart attack. I, I want to circle excellent. I feel like I'm in good shape. I would but. tell
3: them it's great because you're back to, as I can see right in front of me, you drag, you're back to drinking beers. I, well, don't say the brand. But yeah, oh yeah, dr- I'm drinking beers. Yeah. Thank so you, then it
1: must be good. All right. So, so I'm gonna go with the excellent for that one. Yeah, if you're getting drunk again, getting drunk again. All right. And then, um, so and then, they, so they give you a lot of things like. And it's, it really makes you feel good about yourself. It's like, can you, t- can you basically use the bathroom? Can you walk? <laughs> can you do light work around the house? Can you do moderate work, such as vacuuming, sweeping floors? No, definitely I can't say no. That, yeah? then you I don't want, want Randy to think exactly. I can do that. No, no,
3: no. They're yeah, not. No. That's it. That's, they're trying to bait you.
1: Yeah, and then it says this one is, can you do heavy work around the house, such as scrubbing floors, lifting? No. I couldn't do that when I was before heart attack. You,
3: I can vouch for that. Yeah. You and, def- oh, you could and not.
1: especially, can you do yard work, raking leaves, <laughs> no. weeding, pushing a power mower? How do you do that? <laughs> Have you ever nope. pushed a
3: lawnmower in your life?
1: Uh, only in my. Remember, I had that manual one at my old apartment in these village? I've pushed that one. I've never pushed an electric one. Oh, okay. Jews have never pushed an electric. Sure. We, we don't even. I, we have a guy for that. Yeah. A exactly. service, really. I don't even think there's one guy. Oh, we'll get to that in the news. Actually. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, excellent. But then I can, you know, can a you. Service? Can you have sexual relations? It's a little personal. Wow, but, they know, ask I'm that. Like, I to brag, you know. Yeah. I could kill someone. Check. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. Return the favor. Right. And then they start asking you questions about. Um, so, uh, so then there's these questions about your general health, things you're doing. And again, it's confusing me because it's like things, it's like, do you e- rec- exercise regularly according to the above? And it's like, yes, I have been for more than six months. Yes, I have been for less than six months. So I had the heart attack three months ago, okay. right? or Four months ago? Yeah. So I don't, I feel like they want me to say, they don't want me to say more than six months because I want to give all the credit to cardiac rehab. They've saved sure. my life. So that's that's my angle. I'm going to go with all these questions. You agree yeah. Right?
3: Make them feel good about themselves. All right. All right.
1: And then, um, one more, yeah. Let's, well, all right, you tell me. Do you, so then I feel like these are some of these might be trick questions. Which of the following make up a healthy lifestyle? A, smoking, drinking. No,
3: (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, probably probably not.
1: Physical inactivity and obesity, obesity, C, exercise, weight management, healthy diet. This is a real, well, the obesity,
3: I we could, um, because there's fat models now,
1: so I should say. This is judging, right?
3: Yeah. We don't like that question. I
1: don't like that question. Yeah, at all. that's
3: uh that triggers us. That's
1: there's a question here about gender. It's so that, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. these so, people are problematic. Well this is what it says here. It says Let's It them. says which of the following risk factors for heart disease cannot be changed or controlled? Age, Fat. gender, family history. Fat. Age, gender, family history. That's a problematic question.
3: Because gender can be controlled. It can be, but yeah, you know can change day to
1: day. They're saying men are more likely, but gender. I don't like, I'm, I'm gonna come at them. They had a young guy in rehab. Let's I'm go. Up. I'm offended. So we're going to mark that. And let's then, get our army after it. And yeah, and Boston America
3: and our army. What's the name of the, the rehab center? <laughs> it's NYU. NYU. Let's oh, march it's, to it's NYU. A, it's, in, it's a university? Of course. This well, is well, really. Well, no, it's a hospital in New Good York. Good thing NYU. it's not Yale or else we'd have to go, <laughs> we'd have to go after Adam Vallee yeah. later in the pod.
1: And this is a, a general medical advice that we could uh, That you, I wonder what you think about this. If, what do you do if you forget to take your medication?
3: Just take it uh, double. Take the
1: misdedicated double dose to double catch up. Double to catch up. Skip the do- – so you're saying I go double dose. All right.
3: If you forgot, and
1: take it with a beer.
3: <laughs> okay. Because
1: uh, it will go down smoother. Okay. This is like when Bart filled out that test for Homer <laughs> and ended up in the nut house. I think I let you uh, – all right. I'm going to go with that. Double then, dose. Double dose. Um, and then it says, cigarette smoking increases the risk of some cancers, heart disease, vascular disease, all the above. What do you think? I feel like that's an all. The, you Probably think an all the above?
3: it's all the above. I don't.
1: I feel like anything cigarette related or drinking, anything that's bad. Clearly, it's all the above. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. They want so you to say all the above.
1: That's what I'm gonna go with. All right, let's I go with all. The I got above. a lot of like technical stuff, but I don't. I don't think you need to.
3: All right, I think we're good. I, I, I mean, yeah, and I think you're gonna pass. So you have to get all those right to. Walk. Oh, well, I
1: mean, there's some of these are cardiac rehab is a medically supervised. They basically summarize the entire program and then say true or false. Here's my question. are really giving you. Oh, really? It's <laughs> the whole pr- the whole thing, true or false? But then it says, and I, sorry, one more thing. I've gone through this for months, right? I have so many doctor's appointments, and it says the main role of the heart muscle is to remove waste from the blood, produce red blood cells, remove carbon dioxide, pump blood. I don't think, I, I don't know the answer. Fall in love. <laughs> Fall in love. I'm writing that in. Yeah. Because after all these months, I didn't pay attention to a thing a doctor told me. So
3: When's, Here's my last question. Is After this graduation, where's the after party?
1: Oh, you're right. We need I should get an after party. A real cap and gown. A cap and gown. Ca- yeah, I mean, why not? This is as much, you know, these kids, they get, they pass pre-K, they pass oh, kindergarten. Oh, they get it every they get a whole year party. now.
3: They have a graduation. It's a
1: big bullshit. I'm Third stepping grade, up for real. Grade. I'm stepping up not from pre-K to kindergarten. I'm stepping up into the general population of gyms. Gym Real pop. people. Welcome Gym back. Pop, I guess.
3: So Welcome I, I, back to I need, the y. I need a ceremony. All right, let's, let's party. We'll, we'll figure it out. Should we? Oh, let's bring in Adam. Should we bring in Adam? Let's bring him in. He's been waiting long enough. Come on in all right we're back with our guest adam valen levinson what's up dude welcome to the show yeah great to see you guys again great to see you too how's the book doing
2: I just I let it off into the wild. <laughs> Never. Oh, it's gone? it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> I think unlocked. we track
3: it. We we track uh, its uh, its um, charts. Yeah. For our personal like, so we. We know should how put good it back on
1: our Amazon site. That's what we we, we need do. to do that. Get a so, second run out of it. Yeah. So when people go to lostinamericapod.com, click on the you're going know, to see a picture of his book. Hey, That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. The Abu Dhabi bar mitzvah. So we get a percentage of your money. Probably a higher percentage than you will get. You when people take, do that?
2: Take whatever right. you want. I'll try and be like the cool. Oh, dad. we did not announce. That's that. why I'm plugging that
1: now.
3: Oh my gosh. So wait, while you're here, <laughs> yes. we need to do a plug. If you want to support to support our podcast, you can just you can always just give us money. Yeah. <laughs> or Venmo me at. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you don't want to do that, go to lostinamericapod.com. In the upper right-hand corner, there'll be a picture of Adam Van Lemson's book, the Abu Dhabi Bar Mitzvah. Click that; that'll take you back to Amazon. You can buy his book, or you can buy anything on Amazon. Buy his book. Percentage of that comes to us, but you, yeah, you might as well okay. buy his book. Now, Adam, now so last we left, you just put the book out. Now you're at Yale doing a, a PhD. I, I, what's it called? I messed up the, the terminology. You're completely the right. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, PhD in comedy. You were saying like, is is that a real thing? the sh- The short answer is uh, is no, not really. Um, the longer answer is, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's an I'm equally,
0: not, uh, that's <laughs> that's a
3: equally short I and long answer. No and yeah, really. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, slightly longer is what, yeah. Did you invent so, it? Did you come so, up
2: with this? So at Yale, there's nobody that um, studies humor specifically. I'm in the sociology department uh, affiliated with their Center for Cultural Sociology. So it's people that care about culture in all kinds of ways. Um, the the world of like humor scholarship in an academic way is one of these bizarre things that just kind of stretches all over the world. There are people, uh, a lot of them in the Netherlands. There, the last conference was in Estonia. So it's like really spread out, super inter- interdisciplinary because, I mean, humor is this crazy thing. There's no... There's no academic discipline that's like the right way to do it. And the Estonians are, are h- hilarious people. Absolutely so, hilarious people. Let's yeah. get that on the record. Yeah, hilarious. And as my advisor said, he said, "Watch out for the women when I went there." And I was like, "I guess this is I guess this oh, is honey the pots." Yeah, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah.
3: They'll but, steal your wallet in the middle of the night. Yeah. Shout uh, out to the. Well, that means you got to
1: <laughs> be in the middle of the night
2: with them to get to
1: that. Well, them. you also you have to be – first
3: you have to be a spy, right? And yeah. then they, they're a double agent, and mm. then they get you. So wait, there's, there's these uh, conferences around the world where you got, they get everyone gets together and, like, dissects humor or what?
2: Yeah, it's like people, you know, from anthropologists to psychologists, a lot of linguists, uh, sociologists types that all have – I think, you know, when you go out in the real world and you – you think about what those different disciplines are, the differences shouldn't be that big. You know, there are people that are trying to understand how the world works and trying to look at a problem and and get to an answer. Um, But when you get inside the actual inner workings of, of academia. It's like super, you know, the, the the territorial disputes and like, well, this is who we read and, you know, this is our methodology. Yeah. Oh, it's see. crazy. And so... And it's like that with comedy too? Well, this is a really interesting space where nobody goes like, we're the ones that, that have this material. Like, we're the ones that own the study of comedy. There's no discipline. There's no field that does that. So in the uh, International Society of Humor Scholars, real thing... <laughs>
1: internet what's the shorthand
2: of that ishs I- is. Is. yep and uh, <laughs> they they respect i think that interdisciplinary um kind of framework so people come together and, and kind of work together on trying to figure out what's going on with.
3: with and human. you i want to get to this a little later but i want to tease it right now because it's unbelievable you've watched so in was that chris right around christmas right around uh, sorry
2: yeah. yeah new Year's. yeah
3: uh, New Year's, the holidays. <laughs> holidays. I, I'm surrounded by Jewish people. Uh yeah, they, can they say Christmas? We know, know what that is. You know, know what You know yeah, what that we is? We December 25th. <laughs> <laughs> the day they don't serve many hot dogs. Yeah. Actually. Uh, they put out, Netflix put out 47 comedy specials from different scenes, comedians from around the world. Exactly. Yeah. Not all of them in English, right? No. Most in a lot of different languages. Mm-hmm. You've watched 42 of them I'm so getting
2: far? There. Yep, I'm getting there.
3: Okay. The goal
2: is to watch all 47. I should be there
1: but you're gonna that. be if you do you'll when be the one today. Yeah. you'll be yeah.
3: the one person who's I think seen I'll be the one guy all.
2: it's not meant it's you're definitely not meant to watch like all 13 seasons all right let's know? just it's get right like, into it yeah. so what <laughs>
3: where what countries does it cover
2: um, so a lot of it was filmed in Montreal at just for laughs so there's you know Québécois, you know there's Canadians and then okay. French Canadians there's Americans and Canadians New Zealanders um, Australian South African a lot of stuff in English and then there's I think French German um the Middle East as a region. So okay. like Saudis, Jordanians. Um and what else? There's Dutch. some
3: there's some are there Malaysians in there?
2: There's nothing Malay, even though there is like a really strong scene in, in uh, KL and Singapore, yeah, but there's they didn't do a Malaysian.
3: A Malaysian they, you thing. know what? They put those guys out before. Faka Fuzz, who was yeah. on our podcast, but that was before, that was maybe a year before that. They yeah. put out two or three Malaysian ones. And is those there are any English Asian also, yeah. ones? Any China, Japan?
0: There's Canadian? nothing Chinese,
2: though. It's really funny. I, I watch a lot of them with subtitles just to see like what's going on with translations. That's like an extra layer of weirdness and okay. translating comedy. Um, it, and I. I, I could never make sense of it, but there is there's an option for Chinese subtitles for all of them in a way that's like.
1: Ah, what's
3: the, but we, Netflix is banned in China. It's, it's very What's the market? I don't I know what the market
1: Chinese is. Chinese Americans uh, who, I don't don't speak English. who don't speak who don't English? Speak English <laughs> who want to watch um, it? All maybe of
3: Taiwan? Them. Maybe? Can you get Netflix in Taiwan or Hong Kong? Maybe. maybe. There's English But subtitles. Hong Kong would be Cantonese. Yeah. Taiwan sounds Maybe the only place I guess Really Where good You English could watch also. it And also you don't speak English Those are the two things You have to have for Can you get Netflix in
2: Taiwan? Yeah they haven't managed to. Right they're free
3: What did you find Was the Surprise Who was Like what region Was surprisingly good? So I gotta say I,
2: the, I have spent a lot of time In the Middle East um, And so I think I have a bias Towards wanting to unpack Some of the comedy there uh, But I, I found that The Saudi comics Were really good
3: Really? Were Saudi really s- good um, Were they just, uh, like, white oil driller guys who happened to <laughs> live a, there? Just a guy Texan. from Texas. Yeah. yeah. I remember I watched the uh, Little League World Series one time, and Saudi Arabia got to the, like, championships, and it was all white kids.
0: What? <laughs> it was 100% because
3: the, the coach was, like, one oil and oil guy. Yeah. And then it was his all the kids who lived in the, the camp where they drill for oil. Well,
2: you know. Wow. The yeah, World yeah. Cup may look a lot like that also. It's like the Qatari yeah. team and, and things like that. So no. this is not – the comedians this is not – No, them. I'd be really surprised if Ibrahim el Khairullah was from Texas. <laughs> but um,
3: Tyler, Texas.
2: It's a really good – it's a style that, you know, stand-up being a pretty new form, you recognize the style everywhere. There's a lot of commonality. Um, but you notice these little differences that seem like this is—it feels special. It feels different. I mean, there's a guy who ended his set with basically a 9/11 joke. Oh wow! <laughs> I like it. A Saudi? And I'm a, a, a Saudi uh, guy. What's his?
3: What's his? Uh, <laughs> what's his line? I did it. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So,
2: it was really well. So this is the amazing thing where you notice it's really well framed that it's not about him supporting anything. Not at all. It's about him talking about like an idiot cousin of his and this idiot cousin, you know, isn't getting recognized for being Saudi. He's getting people think in America that he's Latino, um, things like that. And he's saying, oh, no, I'm not. I'm from Saudi Arabia. I'm from Saudi Arabia. You must know it's so, like where Mecca's from. A guy at a grocery checkout counter is like, I've never heard of that. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, no. And he goes, You know, the place with the, uh, with the, you, you heard it, you remember the building, the airplane?
0: <laughs> oh, no, that's a
2: good joke. <laughs> because people crying, people dying, people Osama <laughs> bin Laden. <laughs> oh, no. And it's like, you're feeling, so you're allowed to You tap into those extremely like taboo yeah. topics. But at the same time, you recognize that the comedian's not anywhere. He's just explaining there. where he's from. He's just, he's just, he's putting you into this. I mean, I think that's one of the great things about, comedy when you see it really working is that it allows you to engage with the taboos without Without actually making any statements about them, and so it allows you to like at least bring to the you know have a conversation where you're talking about something without getting immediately offended just because that thing has been
3: yeah when it's good like that's a good joke I feel like a lot of comedy now in the United States though is just like I agree with this side I hate that side and everyone's like yay me too too." absolutely and then like all right we'll see you next tonight tomorrow on the Tonight Show absolutely not the Tonight Show the other one the Late Show
2: yeah I mean that's a thing that That other one Colbert
3: yeah (laughs) see what I was talking about. Yeah, there is that man. I- but does so does uh, we that's taken over us in the last like two or three years. Yeah, it, on TV, and it took over stand up. I think for like six months, all that everyone just went political My after the election. Everyone felt like they had to have an opinion on politics. If they didn't, then they were somehow out of the conversation. Stand up is now. out of I've noticed at the clubs, it's past that. That's over. Like the idea that no, almost no one's doing political comedy at in comedy clubs. Anymore. Do you
2: think that's because people feel like they just can't? make a difference or just because it's too
3: charged and it's not worth I it. think everyone about at the same time audience and comic got sick of it and right. so what I noticed happening mid last year what's 2018 yeah mid last year was you would see a comedian go up and do like five minutes and everything was going well and they're like so anyway Trump and the whole audience would go
0: oh,
2: right right and
3: just check out because either you hate Trump and you don't want to hear his name or you love Trump and you don't want to hear someone shitting on him. I
2: totally, I totally, yeah. Right? I and was, so,
3: like, yeah. everyone was out. And this was, I'm not just saying in the middle of, like, wherever, like, i mean somewhere where everyone voted for Trump. Like, in New York City, sure. people were doing anti Trump jokes and it was bombing. Right. Which, well, so they're all, two months the same. earlier, they're all the it was same. killing. Yeah. All yeah. the jokes are the same. Yeah, he sucks, blah, well, blah, whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. We're just I was, sick of it. Just All talking right.
0: to my
2: friend, uh, Maximo, about this. We got a buddy who's, like, sending us the Trump tweets from – he lives in Switzerland now. He's sending us, like, Trump tweets. He's like, isn't this hilarious? He said this, you know? Whatever he said today about being, like, cocked and loaded to fight Iran. I, I don't know. Exactly. So he sends us this thing, and he's like, oh, it's so funny. Like, it's so funny. And we're going, I don't – the joke is is either our president is being unpresidential, which is yeah. like, I, I've for sure heard that – I've heard that joke now for two years. Yes. So how could I get something – and even if that's the joke, now we got to really decide: is that a funny is that a f- funny joke or not? Is that should our reaction to that be to laugh, or should that energy go somewhere else?
3: I mean, I think if it's funny, laugh. I don't think too sure. much about comedy in that way. But I just you could feel everyone just get sick of it. I think people de- eventually decided they liked comedy as it it was a place not to see, not to get inundated with Trump and everything that you were getting. On every late show, but then also on the news, but then also like 24-hour news, everywhere. And then you're at work and everyone's like, oh, did you see what happened in blah, blah, blah today or with Trump today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so a comedy club was one place where you could go and just hear some comedian's story about their own life right? and jokes yeah. about their life.
2: That's so interesting because that like gets back to the, the roots of... Of comedy of being like we're talking about things that we're not talking about anywhere else. Where I feel like that yeah. we've gotten away from that in American comedy, at least.
3: We did for a while. I think it's getting back to it.
2: That's so interesting.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Cap, what do you got?
1: Oh no, I was just gonna, I was going to ask if Trump as a as a comedian can he be studied?
3: Yeah. Ooh, that's Trump a good is com-
1: is comedically talented. He has a lot of crossover <laughs> it's a,
3: it's a, with what comedians do. Yes, he I know. I
1: work an audience. So something yeah. that very I, much so.
2: I I had heard a news story today about um about anti-vaxxers in Ukraine. And so there's an interesting connection here. Okay? <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Because, so one of the things that I think points to the like the global rise of comedy as just a form of communication, we're seeing comedians get elected to office or run for, for office. Oh, yeah, in yeah, the Ukraine. Right, yeah. and so this guy who was a comic, who uh, was only known as a comic, nothing else, uh, was elected president of Ukraine. And there's an interesting connection there. You, you know, he didn't seem like a Trumpy character in a lot of ways he wasn't making political points um but there are these connections between kind of the 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 sort of support that he had and the the you know the the social realities in ukraine one of them being um there's no trust for the news and there's no trust for vaccines it has like the lowest uh the lowest levels of trust for for vaccinations in ukraine and the highest levels of measles now and then you also see well what so comedy has this place where if there's no trust and there are all these conflicting meanings, comedy is a way of kind of existing outside of that. It's not making any points. It's it's existing at a level that's sort of... Um, I mean, that's my so comedy you're saying is definitely comedians. not making any points. So, I mean, that's a huge... But even if you are making a political joke, you sort of well, are, and you're not. At the same let's time, say right? this:
3: my comedy ha- makes points, but they're not points on who you should vote for.
2: But even if you did, doing it in a comic context, I think is different than saying like well, people are people are are more willing to hear that in a comedy club. I think a lot of times when they wouldn't be going to a political rally, and they could hear a point, and they can make it. But does it does it make them do anything in particular? It does it make? Does it influence them? Does it influence them, or do they hear it and it's sort of be, the comedy itself is like? You know, on one hand it's serious, and on one hand it's comedy. On one hand it's not serious. Yeah. And you take those both together, and you go, well, okay, then I don't have to. I don't necessarily have to do anything about it. And I do think
1: people still whether regard- they, it's like an easier thing as a comedian. You can make a joke that's not as good, but if it triggers the audience, like something they agree with, it could be oh, not it's, political. It's it could be about anything. It could be like your wife or something, but like. They just laugh. They're more likely to laugh or cheer. If what? If it's something that they disagree with in general. So if it's politics, that's the simplest well, thing.
3: Well, it's like hack comedy.
1: Yeah, it's, ha- yeah, it's hack, but yeah, yeah, so. You're
3: like, ah, oh, my wife, the old it- ball and chain. And everyone's like, mine too, yay. Uh, it's exactly. the
1: same as exactly. saying like, Trump's, like this, the, this- Trump's the ball and chain, really. Yeah,
0: exactly. It really but,
1: is. And you're saying, is so in Ukraine, are they they're really – like anti-vaccine, is that like really It crazy? has really high
2: rates of that, so you can oh see God. that like socially That's trust has eroded. I'm not going. But, <laughs> but at the same time, it's also like a very free, compared to, um, we, have a, we have a friend, Misha, who's been doing comedy there for a long time, um,
3: yeah, Misha.
2: Uh, yeah, Misha Kalin. Misha Kalin, and uh, and I, I'm gonna go see him this this summer and kind of investigate the scene over there a little bit. Ooh. Um, but compared to First Russia, fun. yeah, compared to Russia, for example, it's like Russia's a totally different scenario. Russia's like shutting down comedy clubs, just like is happening in China. China's doing that. And yeah. China's doing that. And Ukraine's much. More open, but at the but same see, time, there's this lack of trust.
3: Maybe they should have shut it down because now a comedian became their president. An anti-vax oh. comedian became their president. <laughs> Wait, he's an anti-vax comedian? No, he
2: he basically makes no points, which is a really interesting thing. Uh, Compared so he's, to, he's not,
3: neutral in vaccines. In my head, I know <laughs> yes. nothing about him, but yeah. in my head, I just assumed he was like their John Stewart, and it was talking politics on TV every day, no, and he became different. president. Really bro. different. So he's, what is he?
2: I mean, so his so his show, which is called Servant of the People, um. I mean, it's sort of the amazing example of art imitating life, imitating art or whatever, uh, that it's a show about a haphazard uh, history professor who becomes elected president. So it's just like, it's it's too good. And the amazing thing is that, you know, like there are uh, comedians that have gone into politics like Al Franken or whatever, who... Who was like, yeah, I was a comedian, you know me, I'm famous, whatever. But now I'm a serious guy, unless whatever yeah, you yeah, saw yeah. me grabbing. Probably some grabbing your boobs. <laughs> then I'm, I'm a comedian for sure, you know what <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that. But this guy's like, no, people are like, what do you, uh, what, do you, what do you believe? And he goes, uh, he's like, uh, I believe what my character believes.
1: Oh, yeah. So he ran on his character. He ran on his character. It'd be like if Reagan would have run on like. Really?
2: Well, I mean, Trump running in as Apprentice character. True. I mean, so, so <laughs> in a way, we're, I mean, absolutely. I think it, it, it sort of pulls back the curtain on politics in a lot of ways because it's, it's not fundamentally different from how politics works, right. for sure. But it's this really clear example where you really don't have anything and you have somebody that's, that, that hasn't been an actor like playing these, um, these super heroic roles. has been a comedian, which is this really specific. Is he a stand-up? He, um, I don't think he was known as a stand-up. He was known as like being this sort of comic kind of actor. But a lot of things I think bleed into each other. In terms so it'd be like form. if
3: Seth Rogen got elected <laughs> president.
2: Yeah. yeah, a bit. And that's what based on that
3: dictator movie he did. It, it happened
2: it. in Guatemala. Also, the president of Guatemala was known for being a, like a comic actor on a sitcom. Um, the mayors of the capitals so of, like but, Iceland, but, Armenia.
1: Basically, it's comics. just
3: become famous. Becoming famous, the just shit, being yeah. famous first, but, and then people will vote for you. But
1: is political comedy like in other countries though. It, like, because in America, it's become it's like the Daily hacked. Show was the originator. I feel like of this the John like, new Stewart level, Daily the Show. The John Stewart, and now it's yeah. become like everybody just on like all the late night shows. It's like secondhand yeah. that you're gonna make political jokes. Yeah, I mean, that's it, a- it's what people expect. Whereas I don't. It wasn't that way when we were well, kids. Well, I remember when um, yeah, Jimmy. Fallon, I mean, you may of the president, but yeah,
3: Fallon was not doing politics for a while, and they were saying they him were, not talking poli- human, politics yeah. is a political statement. Yeah, and it's like no, he just wants to make jokes. <laughs> <so>, yeah. <you laughs> right. But uh, is it as... Yeah, that's a good question. Is that like is it worldwide? As, uh, yeah. Have you noticed that other places? That everyone's doing politics about their their country?
2: I don't... I mean, I think one of the interesting things about like the global platforms and comedy that's supposed to be for a global audience. It's really interesting. I mean, when you watch these Netflix things, how many people mention Netflix? Which is like this self-referential layer of comedy. In there, like, in, in there, Whether it's like the first line being like, "Can you believe it, Netflix?" Or like oh. at some point being like, "Somebody's gonna watch this on Netflix." It's this kind of like hall of mirrors sort of effect. it's just you. Yeah, it's just me. <laughs> I'm the only guy. It's Adam, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
0: What's you, up? Yale, Thank for, for this
1: program, this major you have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, did Netflix donate money to Yale to get this uh, like, as a
2: major? I gotta set
1: it up, I man. Three thousand people in Slovakia yeah.
3: going, "Woo <laughs> Adam's watching!"
2: There's synergies we yeah. have to tap. I think, yeah.
3: Oh, that's interesting.
2: Um, but so the
3: validation for them is the Netflix. Yeah,
2: I think that is a huge thing. But it's also interesting, like you know, when you watched, you know, classic specials in the '70s, '80s, '90s. There, there weren't people that were like, "Well, here we are taping this for this network." You're and right. They it's were, this HBO. It's this? Really yeah, they have never
3: said HBO. Carlin yeah. never came out with. Can you <laughs> believe it? I'm on HBO.
2: Exactly, exactly. Except, no, I mean, yeah. maybe once or twice people mentioned like Carnegie if that was it, like at the end, maybe of, where at they the end are end of his career. Yeah, like, but very, you know, and so that is there's something so what about what is that? I, I think that's changing the form. I think it also represents how the industry is being. Um, you know codified like the industry is becoming this really concrete thing the comedy industry and it's being run like any other major industry and that's you know that goes hand in hand with it just increasing in power around the world and becoming a bigger thing that more people can connect to but it's there's something else that happens there you know that changes from the time when you know Lenny Bruce was doing comedy in places and going to jail for it yeah and now it's like Every you know comedian is a celebrity that then advertises products that are household. I think you names can still go day. to
3: jail in China for.
2: It. You can go to jail in the
1: company. I got
3: banned for six months. No kidding. From doing comedy. What in did Sujo. you
2: What did you uh, That should
1: have been your album title. Banned in Band Sujo. Banned in Sujo. That'll be my second album. I'll go back and do it what secretly did you say in what
3: did? No, I wasn't saying anything. Are you allowed to say anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't say anything. It was, uh, we had a show in like 2011 or 12 maybe in Sujo that was doing, getting really popular. Like a mo- I think it was monthly or every two weeks or something. And the bar owner down the street called in to the government just to get us shut down oh. that we were a front for an anti-communist organization. And so they shut us down for 6 months at the Culture Bureau. Luckily mm. I knew someone who previously had worked with the people in the Culture Bureau. She vouched for me and they were like, "All right, well we're going to get banned you for 6 months while we investigate." What?
0: do, and what do they call that? Months, it's like the
1: opposite of being blacklisted if you're banned for not being a communist, it's very confusing. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was capitalist swine. Capitalist, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're cap- wow. a
2: capitalist pig. Wow, that's I mean, yeah. That's I I almost I almost uh, I, I was like testing the waters when I was in China. I think I was just looking for trouble in a way that seems really irresponsible. But I remember like a microphone that went seems out to be your mo. It does, <laughs> yeah. And um, it's it's not always a good thing. But I, a microphone went out or something. And I said something like, "Oh, what did I say? Uh, Taiwan too loud." And the next mic came back, and I said, mm. "Okay, like you know, mic check. Whatever. Tiananmen Square. Is it working?" And <laughs> where did you do that at our club? <laughs> at, uh, That's why you got shut down. At, at, no, it wasn't at your club. No, it said. Good, uh, do it at the rival club. It was at Barney's club. Yeah.
3: Ah, say whatever you at that guy's club.
2: No, but it, there was nothing. Like, but it it was like you know. If you would have said
3: that at our club, Andy would have been so pissed.
2: There was somebody that said. There's somebody I remember at uh KFK that was making a joke about Tiananmen Square. It was actually making a joke. He was he was a Chinese guy and he was actually making a joke. Yes, yeah, still. And he got in the and the you know. Lights might not be got pulled off in yeah. two seconds. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah hook. it sure comes with the hook.
3: Self censorship. They but call it. I mean, that's it's a because huge if you because yeah. we it could have got the whole scene shut down. Absolutely. I mean, we eventually did anyway. Yeah, but it took you a few more years. Absolutely. I, I
2: mean, that's such a huge thing to recognize when you're looking at comedy scenes around the world. Like there are there are levels of sense self censorship, which is I think you know one of the biggest things that comedy can challenge by bringing in taboos by letting people in you know, in a group together, in public, talk about something. But then there are these institutional things, and those are different in a lot of different places. Like what? I mean, the, just the idea that a comedy club could be shut down for not being on the right party line, I mean, that's, oh, a, huge, yeah. that's a huge thing that, that affects what people talk about in a way that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with what people believe. Um, but then from the outside you look in you go oh well people must agree with this kind of thing because they're never talking about this and you go well uh, you're you're making the wrong conclusion about what people are talking about
3: yeah we it's not like we agreed with it so that's why we didn't talk about it Absolutely. it's just we
2: just wanted to do comedy and i think you see that in a lot of places i mean even talking about just like relations of people across the globe and you're like oh well, these people must feel this way about israel because they don't let israelis into the country and you go no, that's a government-to-government thing. It Has nothing to do with the people. They might, they might, like it might have some effect, but you don't know. Yeah. Um, they read your book, then the Israelers would be allowed in <laughs> there.
1: The Abu Dhabi start. bar mitzvah. Yeah. Get it yeah. now, <laughs> everybody. Lost that wasn't in America. Bringing the peoples yeah. together.
3: <laughs> what did you? Um, have you looked into why over the last ten or fifteen years comedy has exploded around the world like it never did before? Stand up comedy, I guess.
2: I think I I have a couple of thoughts and I really wonder like you know, how you feel about this performing, you know, way more than I do and just being kind of on the ground every day. That there is this sense of um there there's a an idea in psychology called the paradox of choice. It's like we just have too many choices. And I think you can apply that to meaning and you know, ideas about how how to live your life. There's just a lot of people shouting a lot of things. There's a lot of a lot of material, a lot of content it's just out there all the time. And it's hard to cut through that and know kind of what to do, right? Um, and comedy has an amazing way of sort of making meaning, but at the same time, not making any meaning. You're saying a thing, making a point, you're also not making a point. Um, and I think that allows it to exist in this weird space where people feel like, you know, when you're getting your news, you're getting your political news even from, but in a comedy package, you're like, this is, I can I can sort of ingest this in a way that Um, I wouldn't otherwise be able to because it's going to conflict somehow. It's going to conflict with something because there are too many conflicting ideas in my head.
3: What do you mean by that?
2: So, you know, we say you have friends that disagree about... Whatever. I mean, politics sort of touches everything. But say, you know, somebody oh says, vaccinations, vaccinations. For example. Yeah. Say somebody. Okay. <laughs> say somebody says like we should ban all straws. Yeah. And then you have oh, your friend whoa. who's like, but my somebody. But then you have your friend who goes, well, my sister who's uh, disabled like needs straws to drink. And sure. You go, That's and you go, me. Okay. So like, th- there's literally no way to have it both ways. You can't have.
3: Then you got Jimmy Schubert, who said, uh, you know, the, the, the turtles, the whole reason is because it gets stuck in the turtle's nose. That's why you can't have the straw." The straws. turtle's nose. I mean, but that's Jimmy a compelling... Jimmy Schubert says he had a straw stuck in his nose for two decades, and he's doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a compelling argument. All it is Jimmy is Jimmy that... Schubert for
1: president. Let's
2: just say yeah. that. <laughs> Or the turtle. Either way. Yeah. But there's 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 absolutism on a lot of sides. But and as you... a person, it's hard to actually believe, to believe that. Yeah. It's really hard to believe that. Um, but... Comedy, what it does, I think, at the essence of, of uh, at the essence of comedy or jokes, even linguistically, there's like two meanings that are happening. Even like something as simple as a pun, say like you know what's the best time to go to a dentist? Like two thirty. So what, right, puns, puns part, aren't comedy. Puns, no, but at their basic, they're the basic. <laughs> Unless you're in England, you, <laughs> actually, I'm gonna use that joke with my but kids. will so probably like that. They're gonna love it, but it, at its most basic, it's still like two things are happening. It means one thing, the sounds also mean sure. another thing. There are two things are happening. A bigger joke—it just happens on a bigger level, um, and the idea of being able to make two meanings at the same time frees you from having to make one meaning absolutely. Ah! And so it allows you to both do something. Mary Douglas, anthropologist, she said, you know, a joke is—it's it, uh, freedom from form. It's a play upon form. So, like, you're making a joke, and she says it's frivolous because it offers no real alternative. So, like, yeah, you play a porn form, you, you know, you're laughing. Something's released. You're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm making fun of, like, how sounds work in a pun. It's, like, something as stupid as, yeah, like, sounds don't have to mean that, I guess, is basically a joke. Yeah. But it doesn't actually give you an alternative. It doesn't, like, offer a new avenue towards how to live your life, whatever. But for a moment, you get that bit of freedom. And
3: Yeah, except some comedy does.
2: So I think some comedy might actually – yeah, for sure.
3: Right? Like, there's Chris Rock specials from the 90s. Dude. There's – and Chappelle. There's a lot of the stuff at the top, the best stuff it's the best because it does or maybe it offers more of a release like a relief than anything so, else so right?
2: that's a huge i mean i think you know like
3: louis whole thing louis ck before he was uh, jacking off on people his whole thing <laughs> Probably while he was jacking off It's just a necessary
2: Actually, yeah it was it was happening it is, at the same
3: time yeah. but his whole stand up the reason why it was popular is because he was making parents Feel less bad about not being perfect parents. I uh, totally. Because he was talking about how he wasn't perfect parents. That was his whole thing. I mean,
1: I've stolen that corner. So
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the a, whole corner. <laughs> I mean, that's a real, it's, no, a, it's yeah. a real right question, Oh, like, <laughs> you No,
1: yeah. Are oh, you not? Don't want to uh, do that. No, Jack. Yeah, that's on my test. Right, <laughs> that's right. on your, oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I don't. It's a real question, like whether or not you know, if you get that freedom from form for for a second, does that actually give you anything that you can take home? You know, like that's a. Uh, even the Chris Rock special, I remember watching this with uh, with students in China, actually, watching Bigger and Blacker. Watch watched this thing where he talks about how like he would get on an elevator filled with white kids and be like, I'm terrified I'm getting off this elevator. And it was, y- you'd ask Chinese kids, like, what's funny about this? And they'd be like, I don't get it.
3: They'd be like, he's black. He's black, is that what's funny? <laughs>
2: like, it's funny because the assumption is that this is not the norm. The assumption is that it would go the other way, that it would be a white guy getting on an elevator yeah. with black people, oh, yeah. and they would go, oh, I'm getting off. And Americans would be like, Well, we understand your perspective.
3: But that's (laughs) only a joke here where you have that cultural – like you've been brought up in that culture. You've been brought up in the
2: culture. You understand that and you go, "So okay, so maybe it gives me this freedom to be like, oh, you're right. Like my prejudices don't have to actually live like that. There is a freedom from the form, the social form that we've like baked into the cake.
3: Yeah, that's kind of what I try to do. And you actually
2: can change – like that could be enough to – could be and they say did if they you s- a Japanese person gets in the elevator, you get,
1: oh. It's going down right away. Yeah. yeah, you can translate it. For yeah.
3: sure, you can translate it. What um, <laughs> did you find – how many of those specials you watched were the jokes you were just like, I don't understand? It's like such a local it's – a, it's a cultural within that country that you're like, I don't even know what they're talking about.
2: There's definitely some. Yeah, I found that happened, I think, more with – more with stuff in um, in Quebec where where they were actually performing. They're performing in Montreal, and they're really specific references. Where I was like, no idea who that is. A lot of it's like a reference. Canadian
3: thing. politicians. Canadian
2: politicians are like hockey. you know movie stars. Or something like that. <laughs> oh yeah, Poutine bro- jokes. <laughs> I made a reference to broom ball, and the translation was like broom ball. I'm like, I need translations for the translation. Really? It's Some like ice hockey game, whatever. Curling maybe. It's uh, yeah, I think it's like ice hockey with no skates. Whatever. Wow. Um, I'm in but, hockey but a lot of it was super interesting <laughs> is like a lot of it's meant for this global audience. And so what's happening is you have these translators working really hard to make the really tightly worded comedy come off
3: in English, say. Or if I was like watching the English ones, yeah. French subtitles. I remember watching the the um, Malaysia ones. Yeah, And not, Faka Fuzz is great, but there were a couple others that were a little shaky.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We, only, we only get the best guy. In our we time. only have the yeah. best. Yeah, the, the other ones.
3: And they were, uh, most of the jokes were about Singapore. Uh And how Everyone in Singapore Is an asshole That was pretty much Like hey we're uh, Malaysia Woo Ooh, hey not hey, th- look at this guy in the crowd he looks like he's from singapore the crowd's like boo <laughs>
0: right, yeah
3: and but it's on like i'm watching it in brooklyn new york and i'm like what do i give a shit no, about malaysia or singapore it's like
2: those are the kinds of things where you're like sub if there were subtitles i know they're doing most of those in english but like if there's subtitles change it the, yeah no, you should it change in english there was a guy actually change came, it to new york and boston <laughs> <In> brooklyn and <laughs> <Exactly>. new jersey <laughs> just because we have we have the metaphor there's a guy humor's got this dude named christy davies who has this book called ethnic humor around the world and he was documenting for decades this dude went around the world and he was documenting like who were the butts of the jokes in whatever place yeah who
1: who are the Polacks
2: in every country yes (laughs) I mean absolutely it's like all right all over Europe that's what you have so I mean it's, it's funny. Tajikistan,
3: they're like these uh, Turkmenistanians yeah. Yeah. over here. In, yeah, Tajikistan, it's the, pin- yeah,
2: it's the people from the mountains. In Tajik- are blonde girls in every country? Because <laughs> that's
1: the other thing. Are there different hair colors? Dumb blondes? Are redheads?
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, is that
1: a thing? I don't know how to translate at all. Redheads? No. fiery. Yeah. yeah. Redhead? yeah.
2: yeah. they like, never heard of them.
3: So what are you, alright, so what are you working on now? Oh, you're going to this conference this week, right? Because this comes out on Monday.
2: This week, yeah. There's the uh, International Society of Humorous Conference conference. Uh, <laughs> that'll, so Mouthful. Um, and it, then, are the people funny at this conference? Like, they have, there's there some people that really are, and some people that really are not. The guy that's like the godfather of the whole thing is the most severe, serious guy I've basically ever the met. Godfather, and He's is the his godfather. job? Is there
3: anyone whose job is to point out what's what we're not supposed to be laughing at anymore? Because <laughs> that guy needs to be shot.
2: I think you'd find, yeah, I think you'd find like pretty open in terms of like. You know, not,
1: not like, drawing mm, please, hard lines. Please,
3: about- no. It's 2019. Yeah. If anyone says that, just kicked well, out. Well, because like you're on. in exactly. a university
1: structure where I mean, universities seem like the toughest place for comedians, like with oh, s- yeah. students, undergrads. Oh, that's a good question. So what, what what do you guys is there like a study what do you on think, the history of that or any? I, I don't,
3: what do you think genera- generate generationally, generationally, generationally? How we look at comedy differently? I actually did so I did a a big survey,
2: um, recently that was about uh, people getting offended by things that weren't. That were, the survey was about uh, New Yorker cartoons. I used New Yorker cartoons that were picked to not be offensive about anything. Weren't about anything. Okay. The most offensive ones were were like a, a snowman with a hair dryer to his head. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And it's like, sa- you know, sad, touches on something. But like, there's no, there's no, people got the jokes because
1: I never get the jokes in these. You, you never get the jokes it, out of yeah. any. I've never gotten a cartoon <laughs> joke. Either. I, just, I always yeah. pretend. Get, so it's hard to be offended when yeah. I'm I just, the I go, ha! No. Well, they were
2: allowed to say like, we don't understand. And so those were both. Okay. Out. Yeah. And you do see huge trends in terms of demographics, whether it's by age, gender, um, by even sexual orientation, by where people are from, that actually are are really different, uh, really big differences in, in how baseline offended people were. And this wasn't necessarily about whether they were offended by a snowman? themselves. <laughs> <laughs> snowman, well, snowman, everything. Hair. So it was like a lot of yeah. things taken. A snowman's well, a well a snowman's white, male. white, yeah, exactly. A white we're, male, cisgender. Yeah, right. But the interesting thing is that people do have like different gut reactions. Is the first thing to notice. Like, so what is it? Have, like
3: how did it shake out?
2: So age, age definitely has a has a decreasing uh, sensitivity. So older people are less sensitive for sure.
3: Totally agree. So I do a ton of like country club shows around uh, the U.S. Mostly older audiences. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Ooh, that sounds uptight." I'm like, "They're the easiest audience out there. It's they don't it, get it's offended by their, anything."
1: Eating pigs in a blanket in a good mood. There's I no mean, never <laughs> had pigs in a blanket at a
3: country club. I mean, I think one of the things that comes out, and
2: it's totally true, is like if um, there's a connection between if people were sensitive about some part of their own identity, whether it was an ethnic thing, whether it was. Um, their sexual orientation whether that was something they said i'm also sensitive about that you would see these higher rates of of being of, se- of being potentially offended by the jokes or knowing that there was something maybe offensive so even just,
3: if it doesn't involve them even if it
2: doesn't involve them so the idea is just like if you're sensitive in general it totally makes sense that you're going to have this potential sensitivity to any kind of material and i think that reflects this this obsession we have with identity that's growing you know that there's i have to become more self-conscious i have to be aware of more parts of myself and a lot of times, if you look at yourself hard enough, you're going to be like, well, I'm not totally comfortable because everything's... No, you but have to be offended me, more if you're... It doesn't work that way, though.
3: For me, for me, like if somebody says, hey, Turner, you suck, I'm like, "Ah, oh, that, that offends me. But if they're like, hey, that guy over there sucks, I'm like, yeah, he probably does. Right. But- <laughs> I, I don't sympathize with other people, right. but no, sympathize but- with me. Well, that's because it's just this symbolic thing that's out nowhere. It's
2: just a cartoon where you say, is this offensive? And somebody goes, yeah, it might be because you... You're, I mean, you're just more raw. Kind of I see. Game. Yeah, um, so but there's we, a lot how more do we to unpack. How once do we fix
3: the youth, once uh, bitten, twice shy, Captain. <laughs> how do we, how do we <laughs> fix it? Because the future <laughs> of comedy is a great band. Once I, I, said. I mean, I, you
2: know, I, I would, yeah, yeah. I would love to see a, a way where we break out of this, this paradigm where we talk about identity all the time, and that's the thing that matters. That's the thing that identity comedy
3: they call it. I mean, oh, and, it's, and it's... It is. It's in, the in thing art. where people go up and they're like, so I'm this, and so now here's jokes about that.
2: Right, and of art of all kinds, where we want it, we don't judge a book by its cover, we judge it by the skin color of the author, I mean, that's like, we're taking, <laughs>
0: yeah, but we're going, I mean, we're going... No, people
1: are doing that in literature, they're like, yeah, if you're like a white guy, you shouldn't be writing about other races. It's,
0: right, yeah. and the things that come out where it's like, oh stories. yeah, and that happened can't with write, you! Yeah. It did happen with, with me, the but Middle East. Right. You oh, got a uh, oh,
3: right. fatwa. Oh, wait, we didn't did We, talk we about found your fatwa on the internet. Did you find that? Yeah. It's in the deep internet. It's uh it's you, far corners you, of the internet. You,
1: Salmon Larry David, the fatwa boys.
3: Salmon, <laughs> 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 Rusty, Larry David and you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the fatwa.
2: Have you, have you met you at, off the fatwa? No. no, I haven't, but I saw Salmon Rushdie <laughs> sitting in a window. <laughs>
3: Are you
1: nervous? In
2: a this? window just just next to uh next to the players club. He was sitting in Gramercy Park with his back to the window and I said, "The fatwa can't be that bad if you're sitting with your back to the window." <laughs> you no, go that's to what he you has. You gotta to go up to
3: him. back to the window. Yeah, you go like, hey, we're brothers in Fatah. I mean, maybe you know I mean but that's it really is it
2: really is that it does it does point to how silly this is, especially I think if you think about just being Jewish as a simple example of like it comes from both sides of people saying, you, you know, there were people that said when I wrote a book and they're like, Oh, you dirty Jew. There's a couple of those. I don't get that allowed, but there was that. And yeah. then there are the people that are like, as a white person you can't do XYZ. Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah. Like, it's like those... pick a side, either I'm a <laughs> So you could just understand that this this is not a good way of, of yeah. like categorizing People and starting conversations, sure. and you know. Anyway, that's that also is something that I definitely found. Like when you you look at comics everywhere, and they all talk about some kind of duality, some kind of contradiction in the way that they see themselves. Whether it's like guy from Quebec who's like, well, you know, I grew up in the suburbs, but now I'm a city guy, but I see it both ways, and then he makes fun of ah. people in the suburbs. Or he's a guy he's like Team one Boiling, yeah. Or a guy who's like I hang out with the old comics and the young comics, and he's like, who does that? Even that they're like who two, does that.
3: It's <laughs> not an odd
2: thing. For sure. But, you, but, but the everybody's got to have an angle. But yeah. the way that he sees it, or whatever, is like I, I go mean, bowling on Tuesdays. And, Here's an hour
3: about that. And the weekends,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's two perspectives at the same time so you have that and that's something i mean i found that i think really cool going through 40 plus specials that's every interesting. single person every oh man person. i feel like i
3: have that too i feel like a hack now
2: yeah. No, no no but you but that's not a, i mean I think the it's,
3: chinese you're china, met, i love the china white. and then i have the dual i can see that's both sides no but that's but i just talk about core, how both sides kind of suck sure yeah
2: i just think that there's something like really curious and that, that also offers like a way through to 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 being able to see the world in a way that isn't absolute if you're saying here's yeah, a perspective exactly. that, that fundamentally can't be absolute because there are two things Absolutely. yeah sorry. i'm the only one who's had
1: a heart attack but i'm young so i can, I can <laughs> Dude, make fun of old people. And Premier. you're graduating but not college <laughs> yeah exactly got both sides that's my identity yeah, oh my, yeah. i'm very triggered if there's any snowmen having heart attack come. you send those my way i'm gonna write a letter to the new yorker yeah
3: yeah all right well
1: we should get to the news should we do it let's play the news music play
3: the music <laughs>
0: Wrapped up in old blues. We can't
3: afford the call. No, we don't know where we are. All right, we're back. First news story of the week today comes from the New York Post, Kaplan. All right. One of your One, favorites. I have, of course. Millennial dads have pathetic DIY skills compared to baby boomers. This is a news story <laughs> this is you put it in here you're blaming me your <laughs> no, wife is our and, and uh, Weber our uh, news team no um, uh, well that's millennial not, let me keep reading yeah. Millennial dads are less likely than their uh, boomer counterparts to be able to change a car tire on the side of the road unlock a toilet unblock a toilet or unlock. a sink <laughs> reset a trip circuit breaker I don't even know what that means or even open a stuck Pickle jar with their hands. What kind of
1: This means I'm a millennial? This is horrible
3: news. <laughs> well, this is what I don't <laughs> I didn't understand. Realize this. Pick aside. Are millennials dads or are they kids? I, I don't get what a millennial use, is. I anymore. think they're
1: using the term millennial dad to cover like it's like older millennials into I think our it means generation. You. Yeah. It's really like gen, the whatever the low gen X generation That's us. They didn't name we it. We don't want really un- have unnamed. Because we're considered it's like we're younger than like, yeah, older dads.
3: Yeah. Cause that's and we don't know how to do anything. We didn't before we had kids we didn't know how to do anything. So you know how to do more. Manly things than your dad, Dr. Bob Kaplan. Okay, yes,
1: but only because my dad set the bar so low. You do? <laughs> oh, my dad you said, actually do? Yeah, my dad didn't do anything. That's that's my like he didn't tell me how to do anything. So that's my excuse. Oh wow! I once literally saw, nothing. So
3: I saw my dad, Hi, dad shoot a rattlesnake with a shotgun. <laughs> Whoa, that's a real man. I didn't even know we had a shotgun. <laughs> and then uh, when we were like twelve, we there was a, we found a rattlesnake in the back. He's like, "Give and me a minute." That's the first time he yep.
1: brought out the twelve years. The first time he brought out the shotgun was for that.
3: Yeah. Uh-oh. and he shot the hell out of the rattlesnake. It's <laughs> like a tough shot. Wow. Spencer. Are... yeah, he also could do all this stuff with cars that we did not He never taught us anything though. I think I blame them
1: because well, they want to be better than you they yeah. don't want they want the kids to you know like make they want to make fun of their kids so they don't tell them how to do things exactly i, mean, I, I I've never been on built put anything together, but like once you have kids, sometimes you have to like the adrenaline of like simple things because the kids are freaking out, fix this like... some toy, some this and all of a sudden you rally to the bare minimum to like Get it working.
3: That's why you half-write comedy bits and you wait till you go on stage because the adrenaline makes you figure it out on stage.
0: Mm. It's, the mm. it's like being a dad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I know what it same. means to
3: be a dad. You're ready to be a dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. What about you? What about your parents? I, I Well, I
2: remember uh, in ninth grade, they, they made us do a, uh, a science project about how toilets worked. And I, I, could, I could fix any toilet to this day. Oh,
0: wow. I nice. Send me Can you come over?
2: Yeah. I got it. As long as it's the one with the chain and it pulls a ball up or whatever, <laughs> it's got to be a specific kind of toilet. But if it is, I'm so ready
3: that's so much more useful I feel like in Should ninth they- grade they just taught us how to build a
2: volcano I mean most of it was like hey what at what temperature does this element turn into a gas or whatever but then one day it was like here's a here's a thing you're gonna Well, it's definitely more useful than yeah algebra Physics. sure i mean it could be a balance just one day one day of toilet day it's one day huge. Of toilet day that's all you need it's all i mean I, I really feel prepared to be honest
1: all right i'm gonna bring it up at the at my kid's school <laughs> gonna, good. Toilet I, day. I, want, I want teddy learning in like second grade so he can fix our toilet toilet to, day toilet
3: <laughs> the kids would love that
1: actually that's the day, day
3: before the presidential fitness test yeah, yeah. yeah. or the day yeah. after the elections or something <laughs> the yeah. day after the election <laughs> story number two comes from people magazine people New hand That's the most general name For a magazine Really out there if you ever <laughs> Well think that was it? back When there was Just lots people. of magazines Just people So they really were right. out of What do you talk about I don't know yeah. people? people We like people What do you guys yeah. talk about I don't know Science Time. <laughs> Time, <laughs> time, yeah, time. <laughs> time.
1: Money, money was pretty general. Money, <laughs> we money. The
3: whole generation. Of life, Life magazine. Life, yeah. yeah they really <laughs> life. life went up to everybody. Yeah,
2: life and time. There and now there's lifetime. See, that shows yeah. we're just we're getting just narrowed. combining them. Yeah. people
3: money is the next one. <laughs> New Hampshire man named Roy Cyberstone. Shout out. Eighty-six years old, bitten by a rabid bat that crawled out of his iPad case. Holy shit! Is that did that come from China? The, this like, is why you shouldn't get an iPad. I've been saying this for years. How big is the case? I don't know. Big enough to hold a bat. Big enough to hold a bat. <laughs> a rabid bat. A rabbit. Well, the rabbit
1: bat's bigger than non-rabid. Roy,
3: old Roy, later learned that the uh, <laughs> creature had rabies. Well, of course it did. If, and they this, don't bite you if they don't rabies. no that's what rabid means. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he didn't get that part? I like that it was like laying low with its rabies in an iPad. for Here's a, like, my
3: favorite part. He's now sharing the story in hopes of educating <laughs> others about the dangers of coming in contact with rabbit animals in your iPad case. <laughs> 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 what case is this? <laughs> Old Man Roy is doing like a scared straight <laughs> about goes, not getting
1: an iPad. He goes to schools. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this is huge because my kids are obsessed with iPads. They wa- they're want. they always watching. Every time they go to the bathroom, they got to watch an iPad. It'd be great if he yeah he shows up at school to scare you straight and this, this, <laughs> this is because they're terrified to get hit by a find, bat. I want to
3: find this issue of People Magazine that's reporting on this.
1: They're really desperate for they're content. Really run that's out a of real stories. clickbait. Yeah, I think it's
3: got. That's gotta, not clickbait. Well, we clicked on Who it. Who cares?
1: It's literally. It's, it's like it's got to be a bigger iPad, right? It can't be the mini. People Can't magazine
3: the- should shout us out like those comedians. This Netflix comedian shout out. <laughs> <laughs> people, hey, Captain Turner, you're gonna like this one. Uh,
1: the only if We people. go to you know down in Austin where there's that there's that bridge where there's like thousands of bats come up every yeah, night. It's just there. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna show up there with an iPad. You try to like a little trap. Yeah.
2: Maybe <laughs> what do they hilarious. like to eat? I wanna try to catch one. What <laughs> do they yeah, eat? people are gonna want them. Right. They're, this is the best way to get a bat. <laughs> yeah. Catch a
1: bat. Yeah. Bat yeah, right. food. Yeah. And where if- do they sell bat food? I don't, I, don't, I don't know But is that, is that I don't know what they eat So I don't know what they, Is that They I, eat bad food is, Oh no but I was thinking Spider-Man Batman didn't start With a bat biting him No be, <laughs> <could> be, <laughs> oh, The really? great sequel
3: Old no, man, <laughs> man Roy Old Man Roy 86 Ben Affleck Superhero my we, okay. got the, we got a new Batman we we'll are get Morgan Freeman To play Old Roy <laughs> Old Roy Last story of the week ABC News Raleigh Oh local That's I like some local our, news One of our favorites. <laughs> <laughs> That's like you see comedians That get brought up on stage Like you know With their credits But mm-hmm. some people don't have any credits This one girl I had to bring up one time She goes I'm like hey wh- What credit should you?" She goes Oh I was on Fox 40 Bay Area <laughs> 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 Double Bay digits Bay, but, Bay Area yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> What was she doing Either the weather girl or <laughs> yeah, she, like-
3: <laughs> she, she was like reporting reported man it, on the, the street The traffic Yeah, yeah. Alright ABC Raleigh uh, Last story of the week Country time lemonade <laughs> Is paying kids fines Lobbying for legalizing legalizing lemonade stands. That is. A, that's a great. So to basically, lemonade stands are illegal in, in everything but 15 states in America, and the police are coming up, rocking up, and just fining the shit out of these kids. And then Country Time Lemonades is coming into the rescue. See, this is the problem. Paying is, the fines. This is yeah. the problem with this generation. As long as you use Country Time Lemonade yeah, stands, Country Time
1: it? should be teaching kids how to bribe the cops properly <laughs> so they don't show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, depending on a big corporate handout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A corporate <laughs> guess, handout. This is as the as day though, before Toilet Day yeah. at Teddy's <laughs> school. Yeah, you learn. Go to the talk to the guy, slip him some tickets or something, and then how to leave bribe. your stand up. Kids,
3: how to bribe cops properly? <laughs> What's the crime? What's the? It's uh, like you don't have a permit. No, no permit. No yeah, permit.
1: You need a permit. Like businesses... Same crime <laughs>
3: that they took me down for out in China. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah,
1: <exactly>. yeah. <laughs> you should have got Mr. Softy to pay your fines. People's
0: and... Republic of Raleigh, <laughs> out yeah.
1: here. Pe- did you? I mean, I never. Did you ever hold a stand as a kid? Anyone? Absolutely. Do this? Oh, you did. I think froze we did. the lemonade. Froze yeah. Let it, yeah. it thaw. Froze. Then sold it. <laughs> oh wow! It make <laughs> money? Absolutely. You make more. It's for margins. It's less work. We less work. From concentrate.
3: We used to collect. Uh, bu- uh, cans. Oh yeah, five cents in California for a, for a soda. But, but you bring him in. That's not cents. a stand. No, it was a camp.
2: So,
3: ooh, I got an idea for. It teddy. prepared me for
1: China. I got. Man. We're gonna make l- little pigs in a blanket stand. We're gonna <laughs> sell them out Long Island City. Don't do insecta. And we're gonna make a fortune. <laughs> See, but it's good <laughs> but for him because
3: he's a little kid. That's kids' food.
1: Yeah, kids. but but what if the cops roll up and say, "Where's your permit?" Well, because that's a major, comp- yeah. Lemonade, I feel like you got to
3: call Oscar. Like, who's
1: lemonade the competition to? Like, I could see if you were selling like pizza and the pizza people,
3: like we sell pizza. If you're selling like grape like, grape, like, grape juice,
1: yeah, people aren't buying lemonade anywhere else. They're not going to like. The store, you know, to like some restaurant or some. It really makes no there's sense. there's no. It's really.
3: Oh, now there
2: is the. the like in uh, Brooklyn Heights. I've seen this. Like the lemonade. The like seven dollar lemonade. Have you oh my seen God! This? So there is a lemon. There so is, that's why There's a big lemonade. I mean, it's, really, really, It's happening? Yeah, they're like, you know, it's like lemonade. It's, oh, we we put mint in it. Then it's fourteen oh, yeah. bucks. and With like, CBD cold brew or, or yeah. maybe yes.
0: Yeah, it's, It says
3: the company now, Country Time, is uh, has a new website that shows where stands are legal. They're really they're really trying to damn the man here. <laughs> Shows where stands are legal and directs visitors to where they can lobby their local Ooh. lawmakers. We got to talk to uh, <laughs> take the The, the alt middle,
1: <laughs> middle is pro lemonade stand. I'm pro like the idea that you could take country time, yes. a big bucket of like powdered thing, yes. and you can make insane. You teach kid insane profit margins. Yep. Yeah, and and that's jack up that price even more than the seven dollar lemonade place, which is probably also powdered, and they yeah, just probably. throw like
2: a mint in it or coal. ugh. Yeah, put like a. It was like what when my grandpa was in the army, he told me they used powdered eggs and then they broke real eggshells into it. And people were like, well, it must be real eggs. That's, <laughs> That's ingenuity. So smart. That's why we win wars.
3: <laughs> <laughs> was he in the American army? Oh, yeah. The American army. Ah, there you go. That's it. Go, army. Go. <laughs> That's the podcast, Support everybody. The
1: Support the truth. Support your levical lemonade stands. <laughs> yep.
3: Cap, Cap uh, Adam Van Levesen. thanks for doing the podcast. My hey, pleasure. Buy his book. Producer Matt, as always, did a great job over there. Working so hard over here. <laughs> Cap <laughs> That the man it. some lemonade. Thank you to the beer that they someone brought up here. I hope there's a permit for that beer. Cap, what should we do? Let's get lost. Get lost.